It's weirdly reminiscent of our current times because I literally feel like I wake up in COVID every single day and I do the exact same fucking thing. And then I go to sleep and I wake up and I'm like, wow, how is it still the same day that it was yesterday? And that's basically the underlying premise of the movie. Welcome to Sup Babe, your one-stop shop for stories, trends, and PSAs, so you can live your best life. I'm your host, DJ Rosé, but you can call me Nicole. I'm a serial entrepreneur, fashion lover, and music addict. I'm like Cher from Clueless, but with a little more brains and a little less blonde. I'm your co-host today. You can call me Marshall. I'm a former banker, current content creator, and sports fanatic. I'm like Kendall Roy from Succession, but... A little bit more on my game. Today on the show, we're chatting about what's going on with movie theaters and streamers and what shows you absolutely need to be watching that are out now. Welcome to Sup Babe, Marshall. What's up? Thank you so much for having me. I have not seen your beautiful face in so long. This is so <laughs> nice. I've missed you too. Sorry, it's it's hidden by this mic, but I've missed you. How are you? Where are you? Like, give me the skinny, babe. Uh, we've been trying to take some advantage of quarantine. Uh, I did a week in Maine, which was a tremendous drive before we, we hit our record buttons. We were talking about long 13-hour drives. That was a 13-hour yeah. drive. I am comfortably back in my parents' house in Raleigh, where in Maine? Uh, uh, to Maine, from Raleigh to Portland, Maine was thirteen hours. Oh, okay, cool. And then we're back in my parents' house. Uh, we're coming up on our our six month quarantine anniversary, and then we're gonna go down <laughs> and, and we're gonna go down to Georgia for a month to Savannah, which is a topic that we'll actually hit a little bit as we discuss movies and movie theaters and and, and people's um, theater going habits uh, during and post pandemic. Cool. I, I want to hear more about Savannah. I feel like it's really booming there. It's kind of trendy. They have open container, which was pretty much the only thing on my list of musts. <laughs> it is within I driving distance. I just want to walk around with a white claw and do whatever the fuck I want to do. That was your one criteria for picking a city? Correct. It, it was It was they, they had to have James Beard award winning food that you could sit outside <laughs> okay. and eat. And I needed to be able to walk around with my drink. And so it was... Memphis, Savannah, and New Orleans was really the list. And what about Austin? Award winning. Too far. There. Too far. Not not, too far. not in the driving radius. I'm burned out of the car. Yeah, I, I feel you. I've been trying to figure out where to head out of town this weekend, and it's like every. It's like I. It's so easy to say yes to the Hamptons, but am I going to get in the car and just want to turn around halfway? Like good fucking chance, especially with extra holiday traffic. I love Probably. you, and we're spoiled. We're very spoiled. Um, but we've been to the Hamptons a lot. We have. I know. Like, you're not going to look back easy. and say, wow, that iconic Labor Day pandemic trip to the Hamptons. You're going to say, I cannot believe I decided to go get into Hamptons traffic on Labor Day from Ohio. That will be what I you know. say. I know. Well, it's just that there's, you know, I'm kind of landlocked here in Columbus. So there's not like a lot of good options. And I'm really feeling like 
this might be my last long weekend for a while. You know, I've got a lot of things going on with work. So it's like one thing that I've learned throughout my career, like especially with DJing, when it rains, it pours. And when you're slow, take the fucking break. Excuse my French. But like if you don't take the break now, you won't get a break for the foreseeable future. Every time I've ever passed up an opportunity to take a break, I've regretted it. So like I'm sitting here like <laughs> like aggressively nodding my head. I know that people can't hear that, but it that's it's so freaking true. We all, especially during this time, sometimes you're working or not working or taking a vacation, but then your life doesn't substantively change because you aren't actually going anywhere. It doesn't yeah. mean that you don't need an emotional and physical break from your phone or from your screen or from your habitat it, it it's all important right now for your mental for sure health. and because now we do everything from home even sometimes like in your bedroom you might not leave it's like it just doesn't feel relaxing I still feel connected to work when I'm sitting in the house because I do everything from that house you know it used to be easier for me to like have a staycation now that's pretty tough it's also because you're a busybody. You, I'm a busybody. you say that you can like turn it off but I um I'm starting to have known you for a little while and you don't really ever turn it off. You you like dull the volume a little bit and then it gives you anxiety that you're not working super hard and then you pump it back up. I know. It's a bad quality. Of my, maybe it's a good and bad. It's a double-edged sword. And it's actually, funny sword. enough, guys, next week we have an episode for you guys on virtual networking from Marshall and I who met virtually during COVID and about our experiences. So that is definitely one that you don't want to miss. But we are going to jump into today. We did get some requests from the Sup Babe squad from our audiences on Instagram, etc. about new show wrecks and movie wrecks. People are bored in the house still. We get it. We're here for you. We took it upon us to watch a bunch of them this past weekend so we could chat about them. But before we get into our specific show wrecks, you know, Marshall is a mini media mogul. Okay, we'll, we'll just call him our media expert. He was at Time Warner for years. And so he has kind of an inside look into what's been going on in this world. And he's very into the issues between movie theaters and streamers right now. So he's going to fill us in a little bit on the deets on what's going on because there's a lot of controversy between the two. Sure, let's talk about it quickly and then just... If you have any questions or you want to hop in, hop in wherever you'd like. But I think that the, the big thing is we're, as I mentioned, we're about six months into the pandemic. We're about five months since movie theaters closed and AMC and Regal are reopening. 63% of screens are going to be, are either going to be reopened as of last weekend or as of this coming weekend. And there's some movies that are going to be in, in theaters, um, most of those... But not New York and L.A., right? So you're saying 63% of screens, but not the correct, coast. Correct, not the coast. Um, and interestingly mm-hmm. enough, the other major state that is not going to be open at all is my state, is North Carolina. Interesting. Uh, Why is because, that? COVID? Because of COVID, because we have we have been right towing that line between the increasing and decreasing cases. And so mm-hmm. we're going to be a couple weeks behind the rest of the country. But 63% is significant enough for um, these movie theaters to try and get themselves reopened. So AMC and Regal have decided to reopen. They're at 50% capacity. They have new safety measures. And they've got some things that are going to be in the theaters. So 
You have a major action movie called Unhinged. That's out. That's exclusively in theaters. You have New Mutants, which is in theaters. So that's New Mutants is like an X-Men reboot. Um, I don't know if you're right. – I know that you're not familiar, so I'll just tell you. I'm not an X-Men fan, but I'm sure there are people out here who would be interested basically, in that. But I, I did read basically about Basically, you know, like Wolverine, like the, like the old Hugh Jackman character, he was originally a student of this school – all those students have quote unquote graduated. So new mutants is kind of the new younger mutants going to this school and they're trying to re you know, sort of introduce new characters to this universe. The whole point of that movie going to theaters has nothing to do with them wanting it to be in theaters. Disney owns that IP and they hate that it has to be in theaters. That's a $70 million movie that's already busted. It did $7 million in the box office the first weekend. They're not going to meet their budget, but they have a contractual obligation with AMC and with Regal for it to be in theaters for four weeks. So you're going to... So hold on. You said something really interesting. Okay, so first of all, their exclusivity period before they can go to streamers is 4 weeks, right? Cuz that seems to be what's what the contentious issue is between theaters and streamers right now. And you said something else interesting that their budget was 7 70 million dollars was spent on the production and marketing of the film and they've only made 7 million in the box office so far. So basically that's a bust, right? Like a movie's either a flip a flop or a flip? A, is it a flip or a flop? A flip flop. It's a flop. I don't hate that. <laughs> it's a flop. <laughs> okay, so if a if a movie doesn't recoup its budget, it's a failure. Exactly. Right? Correct. By a lot. By two or okay. threefold. It, it it it's a failure. There's there's a lot of marketing. You mentioned marketing. Most times the full marketing budget is not included in that budget number. Some of it is, but a movie like New Mutants really probably cost upwards of a hundred million dollars. Jesus. That's wild. Okay, so I read a little bit about movie theaters reopening too. I'm not 100% sure that I'm going to be running back into theaters. I did see that they're mandating masks. They're cleaning between every single movie. And they're operating at 50%, like you said, so that people can be socially distanced in the theater. But what do you think, Marshall? Are you, I mean, you're a big movie buff. I know that watching movies is like one of your favorite pastimes. But are you going to be running back into movie theaters when you're in a place where you can? So I'll start by saying this. I do not think that it's safe. The uh, experts from the CDC um, have said specifically about the last place they would like for people to be is in a movie theater. Really? They have not changed. Okay. Although it is as clean as it has ever been, you can read a New York Times review that came out yesterday saying how ridiculously clean these theaters are. You're still in a closed room and a closed ventilation system. You're still sitting a couple feet from someone, typically not six feet. I think in most cases you probably are going to be sitting six feet because these theaters are going to be empty. Um, right. But you're, you're, let's say you are sitting six feet from somebody. They don't have to have their mask on when they're eating. So really they're not going to have their mask on at all. Ooh, okay. Um, Why don't they just not allow Eden? You know, I mean, I think it would be safer, but how do you go to a movie and not have popcorn? Like that sounds impossible. That's how the movie theater makes their money. Uh, right. A, the, the popcorn, that, the popcorn that you buy at a Regal Cinema, your one medium-sized popcorn, that actually covers the cost of them making popcorn for the entire day. So the margins, the okay. margins on that food business are extraordinary. It doesn't make sense for the theater to open without serving food. They can't, they can't do it. They can't pay their employees without the, without the food because most of the tickets going back to the, um, to the production company. 
Got it. Okay. Wow. The movie theaters are a tricky business so, right now. So huh? let's put all that aside. I'm going back. I'm very sorry. I gave, I buried the lead. I'm definitely going to go back. There's a huge movie coming out this weekend. It's called Tenet. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. It's got yes. John David Washington, Washington in, in it. I am going. I'm very sorry for saying. So wait, are you actually going this weekend? Where Are you like driving to a different state to go? I might drive to a different state. If I don't go this weekend, when I go to Georgia next week, I'm absolutely going. I've made it very clear that especially since I'm not going to be in my house with my parents for a month, I will be seeing this yep. movie as soon as possible. I've been thinking about it all year. Okay, so how long does this movie have before it's allowed out on a streamer? I actually want to see it too, but I'm personally not going to go into the theater because... I'm not as big of a movie addict as you, and it looks great, but I think I can probably wait. So how long is that exclusivity? weeks. So seven, 70 oh, days. So Tenet has the potential. So that's a $200 million budget movie. So we're talking multiples Whoa. of the new, new Mutants. It could never recoup that sort of investment just going straight to on-demand. Um, if you sort of think about the math that they charged... 20, you know, 20 bucks a household, you're never going to get to $200 million. And this is a movie they expect to make a billion dollars. The way that... The- so wait, did you, first of all, that sounds wild and they should probably change those expectations in COVID. But second of all, did you see that they just released Mulan on Disney Plus and it is $30 to rent it at home. $30. That uh, is insane. the cost of going to the theater in New York, right? I'm totally... Bo- it's the most expensive. It's a record-breaking rental pro- cost. I'm completely blown away by it. Uh, I do not recommend that movie. If you're a fan of the classic Mulan, that's more of uh, uh, DJ Rosé and my generation as the original cartoon Mulan. Right. There is no music. There is no Mushu, the dragon. What what are we watching? What what do I need to spend thirty dollars on? When you know, if you wait a couple months, it'll just be free on the same platform. I can wait. That's a waiter for me. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a waiter for me too. But you know who's not waiting? Who? All the parents on Disney the parents Plus that need their kids to do something right now. Think about they're what like they're literally like so excited because their kids just have been all over them, up in their face, yelling and screaming. I was recording a podcast last week, and her child just came in and was like, "Hey, can I come on?" That sounds amazing. Yes. Let me know. Sure. You're six years old, right? Do you know anything about, (laughs) you know, financial policy in the U.S. right now? Because I would be more than happy to get your opinion. And I was watching on her Instagram and he like totally cut in on a news clip. He totally like interrupted her on CNN or something too. (laughs) Uh, That's fantastic. I I feel like I kind of like that household. So an an interesting um, little tidbit before we we hop into our recommendations is – so Troll, Trolls World Tour was the most successful on-demand streaming movie that came out. It came back came out back in April. They did, I think it was a twenty four ninety nine rental. Each household that rented that movie, on average, rented it almost twice, so like one point nine times. Oh my god! If you rented it. If you rented it for your kids, you were renting it again. They 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 had a hundred million dollar plus budget. They made money on the movie. People are people are downloading it left, right, and center. They are obsessed with it. So this was. A wow. huge, a huge win for Universal. It's how, it's how they kind of survived COVID in the pandemic. That's wild. Okay, another thing that I thought that was really interesting too, because obviously, you know, the big movie titans they want to have an exclusive period right before these movies come out on streamers although streamers are probably a little safer for all of us right now we can agree on that but studies were recently done that actually show that people who stream the most stream the most hours also go to movie theaters the most regularly and then people who reported in this survey not streaming at all 
never went to the theaters. So the funny thing is they don't actually seem to detract from each other because the people who are really obsessed with movies like you, boo, mm-hmm. they're going to go anyway. They're going to go and they're going to stream. They're, they're going to watch something more than once. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I've never considered watching a movie more than once, all, except for maybe Palm Springs, which we're going to get to. Um, but like, that's just something I would never do. Even if I forgot everything in it, I would never turn it on a second time. That's a really interesting But like point. movie buffs, they, but you do. Yeah. I know you have. I do it all the time. I, I I also, I test myself. If I can't remember like the whole plot, like to where I could recite it to somebody, that means it's time for a rewatch for me. <laughs> um, so I, it's funny. It, it's, a, all right. it's an interesting point. So you're just talking, you're kind of just saying that there's no, not no, but there's not a lot of correlation. Like you're not going to get that, that transient viewer of a movie, the one that maybe gets dragged with their friends on a rainy New York day to the movie theater. They're definitely not going back. It is the tippy top percentage right. of people that are, are are at home now watching a shit ton of content that are dying to get back in the theater like me for sure and like the people who are kind of more fringe movie theater goers are not going right now like i would consider myself a fringe movie theater goer sure. like i actually think black panther was the last thing i saw in theaters i was trying to figure that out yeah. and obviously it was all over the news lately and whatnot and i, I did actually rewatch some of that last night by the way that movie's so like action packed and complex. I actually was like, oh, I like didn't remember a lot of this. So oh yeah, <laughs> it, it takes a lot of turns. And uh, and honestly, I mean, this is uh, I'm not sure when we'll release this podcast, but unbelievably saddening news that Chadwick Boseman passed yeah. away. And such a, a like an icon in our culture, and a, not just Total a tremendous icon. actor, but a tremendous tremendous husband and high character person in our community. And he. I know, he did an amazing it's a job. Wild and he, story. And he he had a significant number of movies coming up where he was going to play Black Panther over the coming years. And I think that these these shoes to fill are impossibly big for whoever Disney has to go out and find to to, to recast that going for. I think it'll be um it'll be really tough finding someone that that does it even even in the same you know kind of realm as him. His story is pretty inspiring too. To be able to continue living the good life, fighting, working for four years with stage four colon cancer is like absolutely shocking and incredible. Part of that is that when people have a passion, a purpose, something they're called to, they actually tend to hang on longer. So I was reading this article that we're going to put out in our email blast so you guys can get it if you're interested about a Japanese doctor who lived to 105. And his whole thing is work until you literally can't anymore. (sighs) <sighs> makes me sad. Yeah, definitely makes me sad. But Marshall, the thing I was saying was work until you literally can anymore and you'll keep living for a really long time. Oh, I think you and I are on that path. I'm not sure that it's not going to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I am sure that we are never going to quit working. Um, okay, guys. So we're going to get into a couple of our recs. I know some of you guys have asked. Um, DM us if you have questions at Pod. Happy to give you more info, but we also don't want to be spoiler alerting any of these films, but I'll kick off with Palm Springs, okay? Great. Because if you haven't seen it, you absolutely have to. It's comedy meets mystery meets fantasy. It's a modern Groundhog's Day. Um, it's Andy Samberg from SNL. If you don't know his name, you know his face. He's goofy and cute at the same time. Very funny. You can just tell that a lot of his performance in Palm Springs is improv. Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying, Marshall? Absolutely. And it, and it like wouldn't be like that movie without him wouldn't be the same movie, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 
Um, but it's weirdly reminiscent of our current times because I literally feel like I wake up in COVID every single day and I do the exact same fucking thing. And then I go to sleep and I wake up and I'm like, wow, how is it still the same day that it was yesterday? And that's basically the underlying premise of the movie. They go to this wedding. Two people end up in an infinite time loop. Didn't know what that was before this, but basically time just repeats. And then eventually they fall in love and then boom, they fall asleep and they wake back up right where they started it's kind of like it's amazing it's you know, really freaking yeah good. There's, but it's funny but it also actually makes you think like how can you find meaning in daily repetition right i mean it's it's, it's a good exercise for all of us to think about right now it does it and it, and it, it forces the question of my life that does continue forward that's not an infinite time loop how is how is it more substantive than what they're doing hundred percent. Maybe it is. Maybe so it is. Palm Springs is the highest um, gross sales movie in the history of Sundance. It's it's sold that. for sixty nine cents more than the highest uh, the highest uh, sold movie before. It's really funny. It's modest. It's moderately family friendly. I would say. I'd say that you could. I would say yeah. if you're thirteen and up, you could probably watch this one with your parents um, and be be okay. It's and it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. We for, haven't mentioned yeah, that I mean, yet. we all basically have Hulu at this point during COVID. Um, if you have Spotify, you have Hulu, correct. right? I don't know if everybody knows that. And if and if you, and if you have Disney one. Plus, it makes Hulu it makes Hulu like tremendously inexpensive, like four or five dollars, I think. Marshall, what's one of your faves? For okay, us? I'm Throw I'm gonna go us. I'm gonna go a little deep cut. I think you just gave us your number one draft pick, right? So I should go with my number one. Yeah, draft that's pick. my yeah. Okay, my, I didn't leave anything left to be discovered. I just spread it all out there on the table. Okay, Boys State, Boys State. This is a documentary. Uh, I will tell you, this is. You write it down here. You can. This is a gold medal bet. Um, go to your Las Vegas odds maker. Put money on this winning the Oscar for best documentary of the year. I believe it's on net. Okay. I believe it's on Netflix. I believe it's free. Um, Boy State is about a group of kids in Texas. It's a thousand young men in high school that get put into. They're at the University of Texas in Austin, and they come up with a fictional government over the course of a week. And the story and the through line follows three of the kids that are trying to find themselves. So the highest sort of seat that you can be elected to is the governor. And then there's everything on the way down from state senators and state legislatures to people that run their different parties. And they have to come up with the platform, et cetera. You would think that this was scripted. I have goosebumps sitting here talking about it. By the end, you will be laughing. You will be crying. You will be completely obsessed with the main characters. You'll want to follow them on Instagram. It is a very, very... So wait, it's a true it's, story? It's all true. It's 100% true. I can't tell you enough that my girlfriend, Madison, multiple times looked at me during the movie and said, I can't believe this isn't scripted. Like, it is so drama-filled. It is so emotional. You want so badly for the success of some of these kids and some of the turns that it takes and ways that they present themselves because they think that's what politicians should do is really tremendous. This is... If Palm Springs is the fiction movie the fun rom-com movie of the year this is the documentary mm-hmm. of the year this is the one that you get to tell your friends that you like you feel educated because you watched it it's called boys state please go watch it it's not super long it's just a couple it's less than two hours and it's really really a special experience any movie over two hours i'm kind of like really it's like Unless a podcast over like 40 minutes i'm like eh, <laughs> <Agreed>. maybe agree <laughs> okay so 
Funny enough, speaking of teens, right? Love a good teen drama. I don't know what it is. Like, all the teen shows are super hot right now. Outer Banks. Like, I just feel like you're seeing so much teen. Like, what was the other one on Hulu that was, like, really hot and steamy? Why am I blanking? Not a teen. It was a show, not a movie. Um, It's a show. Modern Love. No. Oh, yeah, Modern Love. Modern Love. Okay. So, wait, but isn't that the New York Times column? Yeah, but they they turned that into the TV show. That's where it comes from. Okay. You're right. Because that was, like, just amazing. Anyway, there's been so many teen things, teen dramas out during COVID. This is no different. It's called Valley Girl. It's on Amazon Prime. So satisfying for my inner tween. It's a remake of a movie from the 80s. The issue is that Nicolas Cage played one of the leads back in the 80s. So (laughs) very hard to top a Nicolas Cage performance, especially when he was on the top of his game. However... I like this movie for different reasons. Critics were really split on it. It got kind of mediocre ratings. They thought that the main characters didn't fully own their roles or weren't casted properly. But it's it has Alicia Silverstone, first of all. So like Love. how I always say, Love. share from Clueless. Of course, I'm obsessed with it. Um, it's a valley girl and a punk. Like the premise of the movie is these two kids fall in love, defy everyone, their friends, their family, etc., to stay together. It's a very, very typical love story. But the twist is that it's also a musical with amazing oldies from the eighties. So it's fun. Also, it has like also another Land total vibes. gimme when there's old music from the eighties. That is the. That is just a, a hallmark of a great, easy-to-watch movie. Yeah, it's just feel-good vibes. Like, I watched it on a Friday night. I was tired. It was a long week. It's great music. It's cool costumes. You know what I mean? It's, like, fashion mm-hmm. from the 80s. Like, year, I was just happy. Like, not saying it's the best thing I've ever watched. However, I certainly would say if you're just looking for something to throw on, this is worth it. Did you ever see La La Land? I love La La Land, too. Of course. I mean, I'm just glad. Honestly, it's a good movie. I'm glad that Moonlight ended up winning the Oscar that year. But yeah. but La La Land was good. Ryan Gosling good. is good I mean, looking. that was probably, like, a little bit more involved and the characters were maybe more developed than this, so I'll just be fair. So I think your expectation <laughs> with this should be, like, watching, like, a new age musical with some really good old hits and lots of cool 80s costumes for your next, you know, inspo for your next 80s theme party after COVID. You know, <laughs> uh, it, it, by the time we're parting, it's going to be 2080 and we're going to be back to that fashion full time. Um, OK, that's a that's a very good suggestion and a very fun movie. What's next on your list? I'm going to go a slightly different way. Um, OK, I feel like this is like an unpopular opinion. And then and then after this, I think maybe we I can just give like a few um, honorable mentions of like just like quick okay. hits. Sounds ones good. that people should just go watch. They're all on streaming services. Because we got to wrap up here soon, I know. Baby. Okay, Old Guard. <laughs> it is a group of mercenaries that basically can't die. It is a Charlize Theron freaking special. They're going to make 10 of these movies. They're going, like, it's going to be so interesting because... This, Wait, she's in it? She's the star of it. Charlize Theron is the star oh, of a her. Netflix movie. You can go watch right now. It, if you like anything that's got a teeny, teeny, tiny bit of, like... um you know, fictionalized, whatever it is an action. It's an amazing action movie with Charlize Theron. Um, the group of mercenaries, they basically can't die and they're running through time to try and affect major global crises um, and, and help. And they're, it's, it's not only is it amazing, not only is it so fun to watch and just totally wild and off the wall. I guarantee again, go to Vegas, put your money down on it. This will be the only movie that started as a streaming only movie that comes out in theaters as a sequel. Marshall, I'm pretty sure 
that Vegas is closed. I don't think casinos are open right now. Did they reopen? They're not open, but you you can bet on all sorts of things on your phone. Online. Okay. Online betting. I don't know if any of our girls are doing that, but sounds like it could be good. And I would actually trust Reach your opinion. Reach out to me. I'm happy to show you how to make money doing this. I would, I would 100% trust your opinion because I know that you know your shit. And guys, by the way, every time Marshall has ever sent me a movie wreck, he's been spot on with like what my taste is. It's very like he not only knows what he likes, but he can literally like talk to you for five minutes and tell you exactly what you like. Just how I can like listen to your top five song wrecks and tell you exactly what your personality is like. <laughs> Uh, For everybody's reference, I sent Nicole a list of all the movies that came out in 2020 that we needed to think about including on this list. And I put a bunch of asterisks beside the ones that I thought she would like the best. And she picked ones that I I liked the best for her. So I'm feeling very good about myself. Marshall's great. Okay, so next on my to watch list, Lovebirds, that's also on Netflix, Um, Uncorked. I think that's also on Netflix, but it's just really like, it sounds like my life story, right? It's a tale of a kid upsetting his parents when he chooses to do something untraditional. How much more me Shocking. could that be? <laughs> Not at all. The end of my the end of my list. Uh, Onward. It was a Pixar movie. It was supposed to go into theaters. I think it was in theaters for like a week. Um, you can stream that now uh, on Disney Plus. It's get your get your tissues out. We all love Ooh. Pixar. I don't care how old or young. I don't you know are. about the tearjerker. I'm like I'm a big cry. I'm an ugly crier and a big crier. So I got to be like solo if it's a tearjerker. You would ball your eyes out watching this movie. You specifically would ball your eyes out watching this movie. All right, we're moving onward from onward. What's next? Uh, we talked about this on a, pod, a previous podcast, Eurovision, um, the the Will Ferrell movie. It's a Amazing. blast. Uh, I mean, has everybody not seen that yet? Because we're fucking obsessed with Eurovision. <laughs> we are obsessed with it. And then lastly, and it's coming out this weekend, which I think when you listen to this, I think it will be out or it'll be out the next day. Uh, Bill and Ted 3 with Keanu Reeves. It, that one's going to theaters and you can stream it at home. Um, that's kind of a must watch for me. I think that it, kids of any age kind of know that IP and know Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. And this one's getting great reviews. I think that everyone's going to have fun watching this one at home. I love that our recs are so different, Marshall. That's why it's like amazing having you on here. That's what I'm here for. I think the, those those are my those are my big ones. I have some honorable mentions, but they're not worth it. I think Bad Education with Hugh Jackman and Allison Janney on HBO is interesting. Yeah, that looks interesting. That's a big parent movie. That's like if you if you're in your house stuck with your parents and they're like, let's just do something together. That's one that everybody can kind of get on board. Oh with. my god! Wait. By the way, it was Normal People, not Modern Love. Oh, Normal People. Oh my the- god, you guys! Modern Love is also cool. If you're, it's on Amazon though. Normal People is on Hulu, and, like, I'm sure everybody watched it because it was, like, the steamiest, sexiest vibes of the beginning of quarantine. Don't watch that with your parents. I watched the whole thing with yeah. my parents. It was it was the worst. It was probably the toughest time I've ever had with my parents. It was a complete fucking disaster. <laughs> Why would you even go through the whole, like, I would watch one and been like, okay, next. I would have just pretended like I don't like it, and then I would have brought that in my laptop in my room They're or something. so hot. They're such movie stars. Can't wait to see what's next for them. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in today, and if you loved what you heard, please subscribe and hit five stars. We would oh so appreciate a little review if you have a moment. Um, You can add us on Instagram at SupBabePod, at DJ Nicole Rosé, and at What To Do With Marshall. We hope we brighten your day, but that's all for now. Don't forget to tune in Mondays and Wednesdays in the morning to SupBabe, your one-stop shop for living your best life.